Welcome to Coffee and Onesies. I'm Nikki. And I'm Chelsea. Today we have a few amazing topics for you and we are going to be talking about protecting our peace, setting boundaries, and learning how to say no. So put your onesie hoodie on and grab your warm cup of coffee because we are about to dive in. I think it's so funny because we were sending text messages to each other earlier of like, what topic should we cover? And I was like, okay, what state of mind are we both in now? Or what like, could we like most relate to? Yeah. I feel like in the season of life, like I know that your season of life looks much, very different from mine, but like in the same sense, I feel like we're both kind of like in these phases of like reevaluating everything. Like, mm-hmm. And, and I've like been, you know, trying to be more open and honest instead of like hiding in denial of where I'm at, especially because I've been doing more therapy work and like diving into like the really gross, icky, hard, raw, you know, just like a mixture of different things. And the longest time you could just say like, oh, I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I'm doing great. Mm-hmm. Rainbows and unicorns over here. Because I just yeah. didn't like, I was like, maybe like society just always told me that like I had to show up in a certain way. But anyways, dive more into that. But my point was, is that I feel like these topics are so relevant for where we are. Yeah. I feel like, like you said, just like diving into the nitty gritty and, um, yeah, and especially in the state of mind that we're each in, these are relevant topics, even being in different seasons of life. I feel like just being able to talk about those three things, protecting our peace and setting those boundaries and saying no um, in order, because I feel like they all come in hand, like being able to set boundaries and say no protects our peace. So, mm-hmm. um, and I feel like that's something that like, back in the day I wouldn't have been able to do and then now it's like especially now having a baby it's like you have to set those boundaries not just to protect your peace but to protect them and I feel like that is something that like hit me like a ton of bricks because it's like oh like if I wouldn't want my younger self or even like my younger brothers exposed to a certain atmosphere or like certain people or certain um things then it's like why would I want my baby to be exposed Mm -hmm. to those things as well and I feel like it was very like relevant as well like when I would take Maple and Alfie to certain places especially Maple because like I would take her more out than Alfie Mm -hmm. um but it's like I would remember like taking her out into certain situations and be like oh I don't know about this but it's like obviously with a baby it's even more so um but yeah yeah, I guess it's like, it's so funny because you're like years ago, it, when we think back of that, like how much of a norm that is, and I'm sure that there's people that are listening to this like right now, and you guys could probably relate to this of like, I feel like, you know, growing up, you're not like, we're so conditioned to have to show up in a certain way, mm-hmm. like through everything, through the way that you dress, through the people that like your social clubs, to um if you aren't using the latest app or if you didn't buy the latest game console yeah you aren't um you know like in this new fashion trend or wearing your hair a certain way or like saying these new 
like what's hipping today like type oh, yeah. of lingo um to how much makeup you put on your face or how little makeup now you put on your face or now everybody wants to put freckles on their face and like, <laughs> you know years ago nobody wanted freckles on their face like yeah I feel like there's so many aspects right it's like we're conditioned that it's like how we show up is how whatever society has named for us to show up and with that meant that also showing up and being like I feel like crap today and I'm naming this like I feel like for the longest time you just didn't want to because most people's immediate response sadly um and and I don't I feel like you don't necessarily see like loads of this today it does 100% still happen but I feel like you know today more people are understanding the importance of therapy and and different work within themselves whether they're doing that in therapy or they're just doing that on themselves their self-discovery but my point is is like I guess, you know, more people are becoming more aware of like, you know, it's okay to like not be okay. It's okay to like show up and you're not having a great day. It's okay to like say, I feel this way and I don't need the validation and I don't need somebody else's like opinion. You know, I don't value that more than I value myself and my own mental health. And I think that you know, we didn't really look at that the same way. We really valued other people's validation about ourselves because society told us, like, if you didn't do this, then you didn't fit the status quo. Yeah. And it's so weird because, like, I look at it, I'm like, I'm 31. And, oh, my God. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I'm 31. I, like, I guess I keep wanting to say that I'm 30. So then when I say 31, I'm like, oh, my God. Well, even for me saying I'm 30, I'm like, what? (laughs) I'm like, I turned 32 in August. Oh, my goodness gracious. Um, So it's like, it's so weird that it took this long for me to come to terms with that. Because I guess I kind of think of like, how much pain and suffering to myself, my own mental health, could I have like avoided? Um, if I would have been okay with like not people pleasing people and wanting Mm -hmm. to, you know, push my self worth down in order to fit into a society that told me basically you weren't good enough because you showed up today how you are. Mm -hmm. So it's really weird. Like, I feel like this has really been like, man, when they talk about your thirties and really like diving into the thick of it. Um, and what's important to you that's been like the hardest realization oh yeah because I feel like in like we've talked about many times in the past it's like the 20s you're just people pleasing and you're just going and it's the blind leading the blind you're making your mistakes you're doing your thing you're going through the thick of it and then you get to your 30s and that's when you're doing the hard work of like okay, this is my healing era. And you're just like truly trying to just heal yourself. You're trying to manifest your dreams. You're trying to work towards your dreams. You're trying to like do all the things that like in your 20s, you were just basically surviving and trying to make decisions, not really good or bad. You were just making decisions. And it's like just trying to get through life. And then you make it to your 30s and you're just kind of like taking this breath of life and you're like, wow, like I'm now going to try and be the person I want to be and live the life I want. And Mm -hmm. that is where like protecting your peace comes in and all that. And I feel like I, I had the biggest realization of like, 
obviously once I turned 30, I found out I was pregnant and like my life changed as soon as like my 30s was like a, a completely starting a new era, but also more so because it's like entering motherhood. But I feel like this topic for me, I like when I was thinking about it, it's just like it's so wild because the people pleasing will always be a part of me. But when having a baby, it's like you have to set those boundaries. And for me, it's always been hard setting the boundaries, but it's actually been helping me because it's like setting boundaries, not just for me, but for him. And especially with COVID, with winter and all that, we have family, we have friends. Yes, but it's like, okay, like setting the boundaries of like, you guys have to wash your hands. Even like that was like super hard, I remember. And it's like, sorry, like we don't want visitors the day I give birth. Like mm-hmm. I'm with the first 24 hours, it's going to be us by ourselves with our baby. Yeah. And even like that was like, I remember when we left the hospital and I went to like this mother gathering group that the hospital put together for, for like postpartum. And I remember mentioning that and so many of the moms were like, oh, you did that? I could never, like my Italian family, like they came within hours of me having my baby. And I was like, it sounds like you need to work on your boundaries. <laughs> but I was like, oh, okay, well, if that made you happy. And she was like, no, I was very stressed out. I was like, then you, like maybe next time yeah. to set the boundaries of like, and I feel like for me, I just knew that I was like, you know what? I want to set this boundary because I want to protect our space and like breastfeeding for me was super important. And so I was like, I don't want to be worried about having my boobs out and like having family come in. And it's like, I'm trying to learn how to breastfeed. Like I'm trying to get to know my baby. He's trying to like get to know me from the outside. And it's like, and I don't, I don't want all that added pressure, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I feel like, setting that boundary and being able to be like I'm sorry but no like because I remember the first day too we got some text messages from family and they were like just let us know when we can come by today and I was like Mm -hmm. and I remember typing that message was so hard because I was like I'm sorry but no we're not having visitors today and and I shouldn't have even had to say sorry like it's like it's you know but the people pleaser part of you is like you oh. feel like you need to be mm-hmm. so sorry and apologize when it's your experience. It's mm-hmm. like it's something very intimate. Um, but yeah, and I feel like just learning to set those boundaries. And I'm still learning as I go along, not just for him, but for me as well. And like for our family. But um, and even like setting the boundaries of like, I need to be able to have my own self care time or being able to set the boundaries of like, okay, yes, I'm entering into my motherhood era, but somebody recently told me this, that they were like, make sure you don't make that just your whole identity. Like, make sure you are, like, still see or, like, soul-searching yourself as a woman as well in your 30s. Not just, like, a mother, but, like, a woman in your 30s. Like, Mm -hmm. what do you want to accomplish? And I was like, that's a really good thing. I was like, I just want to accomplish being a mom. And then they're like, no, (laughs) what else do you want to accomplish? And I was like, okay, I guess that is good advice. And then it's like, and the same with like setting the boundaries of like being like setting the boundaries in different parts of your life, like career wise. And like, where does your work life balance start and end? And like, I feel like 
I'm very bad at that. I know you are as well. I'm calling you out. But like, we're both very bad at that where it's like, oh, well, let me just check Slack. Like, did someone mess with me? Does anyone need anything? And it's again, that people pleaser part of us that we're like, we're here, we're, we're here to help. <laughs> what do you need? I'm just being like, yeah, but it's like setting those boundaries and being like, you know what? Today I'm going to put, like, I'm going to turn my phone off. I'm going to unplug, disconnect. I'm going to put it on do not disturb, whatever. Just so, like, I have that boundary of, like, no, this is my time or this is our time or whatever the case may be. I think that the work, the working part is so hard and maybe even harder because of work from home. Yeah. When you work at a, you know, you go somewhere and you're like, this is my shift. I'm going in this time. I clock out at this time. I remember those shifts. And guess what I didn't do? I did not think (laughs) about work. The only thing that maybe came up with work would be like, did you see what she was wearing? Oh, yeah. Did you hear what he said? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Like, when I think okay. about that, but, like, I think that the working from home part has been so weird. Is cause, like, you know, and I know that different types of work from home, you know, some people, you, you, you know, you're clocking in and you're doing this and you're doing this, whereas others might be like, yes, this is your, like, you need to show up between this time and this time. But they don't care how early you show up and how late you show, show you you keep working. So I feel like it's really hard. Like, and I'm, I'm like, you know, pinching myself because I'm like, how many times I've said like, I am going to like stop at five o'clock. You know what? They're not they're not doing this. I'm not getting the overtime. I'm like, I'm gonna be off at, and I shouldn't like let it trinkle into my into my personal life. But that's so hard. Like, it's like I look at how many times I've revisited that conversation and how many times I haven't done, like, I haven't followed through. But it's definitely a work in progress. And I know that I'm getting, like, better at it in terms of recognizing it. Like, I recognize that I have that problem. Whereas, like, I feel like that's maybe, maybe that's the first step in protecting my peace or, like, being able to come to the point of setting those boundaries yeah. Because, like, maybe if I didn't recognize it, I would never, you know, think that it's a problem. Like, hey, you're 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 doing this a lot. Just yeah. letting you know. Well, like, I don't think that I'm doing that a lot. Am I doing that a lot? <laughs> like, you have a shopping problem. <laughs> I don't think that I have a shopping problem. You spent $500 the last few <laughs> days on unnecessities. <laughs> but they had really good deals. You're like, you're like, oh, okay, maybe it is. Maybe I have a slight problem. <laughs> um. I think that it's, like, I guess when I, like, looking at, I'm, like, okay, what are the things that, like, you're doing that are, like, protecting your peace? And I think that protecting your peace and the boundaries can be in so many elements, like you said. Like, they can be in your personal life. They can be in your work life. And, you know, it's, um, you know, I'm, I'm, like, looking through and, like, the biggest things that I had started doing was, like, my focuses so like my do not disturb and I have certain ones that I only allow notifications from certain people or no apps and I've been really hardcore with them because especially now that if you guys have an iPhone like if you don't have an iPhone I don't know what Android has for you I'm so sorry (laughs) but on an iPhone you can like set these different focuses that's what they call them you can rename them you can set it where they come on at a certain time automatically with your cute little wallpapers to do, you know, to pair with them nicely, who and which apps you are allowed to receive notifications if you want to receive them at all. So, like, I have, like, emergencies in certain ones. 
Um, yes, you are always part of all of them. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I've really been like hardcore with those. And they automatically come on like certain times. Like I have this one set for mindfulness time. I have this one set for, you know, word before world. And I always do that one in the morning. That's when I dive into my scripture. And I have a meditation one that I always mm-hmm. do before I dive into my scripture. And, like, I have, like, a self-care one that comes on at the exact same time. But then I have one, like, um, like for gaming, when I want to do my little cozy gaming to kind of protecting my peace. These are the things that I've been trying to really lean on and I've been working with my therapist on it of, like, filling my day with having, like, tools. Like, it's my tool in my toolkit. And it can look different for everyone of, like, what are the things, like, you're, you're finding yourself – this moment feeling overwhelmed what are the things that you like to do I'm like okay I like to do this and I like to do cozy gaming I don't want one that's going to be stressing me out because I just died all of my games <laughs> die <laughs> so first rule number one if you don't want to stress find a game that you can die in because yeah. that has been chef's kiss um and that's been really nice and the other thing that I recently did is I got an alarm clock for my bedroom now we have a no phone in the bedroom that phone is not in the bedroom when I'm going to sleep that's awesome I leave it in on my computer desk and now I just have this alarm clock and I'm like back to I remember my alarm clock I had a Spongebob Squarepants one (laughs) I saved up my allowance for loved it and it's so funny it's like especially like hearing that classic alarm clock which cannot be any more unpleasant. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's been nice, like, going in. And I, and then another thing is, like, I've been really good with it, too, is setting no screen time exactly at a certain time. And so the phone goes away, and I don't have my screen in there, and I've been trying to – my only screen time I'm allowing myself is my e-reader, which you cannot do anything on it apart from look at some black and white pages. So, yeah. And it's been nice because it's been like an opportunity also for me to kind of like try to get more reading in mm-hmm. um, and doing things that are, feel like calming and relaxing. That's been protecting my peace and evaluating relationships. I don't know, like, and I, and I feel like this is something that we definitely talked about a lot. Like, what do you look at like, you know, protecting your peace and the boundaries with the relationships that you have now that you're in your thirties. And also now that you're in a mom, uh, you're a new mom, but like, I'm sure that this has been something that I, I know, like I've talked about it, you know, when I first started traveling, you know, and understanding relationships and those types of boundaries, I think it became more established when I came to Canada, but that's been a big one for me as I got older of like how I look at relationships now and I look at that as a way of protecting my peace and also just like my energy I have so much and so many things to worry about and now as a mom and also discovering yourself in your 30s you have a lot of things to worry about and a lot of things you're navigating through that are completely new Mm -hmm. like what do you how do you look at those like how has that maybe morphed not only just from your 30s but also just becoming a new mom yeah and I feel like just because I I think like trying to make friends when you're in especially as you get older but like in your 30s and you're transitioning into new roles whether lifestyle wise or like 
career wise or anything like that it's um it's just interesting because it's like it's not that easy to make new friends but it's also like the friends that you do have or that you did have when you're um kind of like reevaluating friendships you're just kind of like okay what are they adding to this or like what is this friendship gonna flourish as we move on and as I'm moving on and like this next phase of life kind of thing mm-hmm. and um and obviously there's situations that there's people in your life that like add to your happiness and that you're like okay like they're adding to that happiness and they're filling up my cup and they um add to my peace in my life or even like you have those set people that like maybe you have your days that like you're completely out of whack and they're helping with like um filling you up with that peace and bringing Mm. you peace by like sharing scripture or by sharing just like things that you need to hear um obviously you're that person for me that like always like anytime I'm like kind of spiraling you'll find a way to like bring different things to light and I'm just like oh okay yeah and so it's like and I feel like um, there's other people that will that I'll reach out to. Like I'll reach out to Shay. I'll reach out to you. Like I'll reach out to my brother. And um, but it's like it's interesting to see that like the older you get, the smaller your circle gets in a way. Because it's yeah. like I remember growing up and like Shane and I, we were always so different. And like we always used to tell each other we'd be like. I hate you when I'm a, when I'm an adult you'll never you'll never see me again and so we always used to say like that we would never be friends as adults and now we're like the closest to out of my siblings um but it's so funny and yeah it's just very interesting because I see that like I'm trying to form friendships with like moms but it is hard because like a lot of people have different parenting styles and then it's like you don't want to fall into like the unsolicited advice but then it's like you also um will like I feel like the main people that I hang out with right now obviously is my (laughs) mother-in-law and my husband's family so it's like I'll like see them a lot so a lot of the I guess advice in a way that I'm getting is from like an older generation and an older point of view um but another thing and everyone will have to forgive me because I do have a lot of like postpartum brain and um but another thing that it's like yeah protecting my peace is I have been trying to limit like my screen time on certain things or like scrolling like if I go on Instagram then I'll go in and I'll, I won't scroll, but I'll go in, I'll check my messages because I usually get like memes from like Chelsea or like my brothers. Um, And I'll go in, I'll check my messages. And then if I want to post something really quick, um, but now it's like, I feel like in the past, like I felt like I had to share. And now it's like, you know what? Like I don't have, like these are my intimate moments or like like if I want to share something, like I will. (laughs) but I don't feel like I have to anymore. And, but in the past, I don't know why, but like, I felt like, I felt like I had to, like I had Mm -hmm. to post and I had to do this and I had to do that. And now it's like, you know what? No, like if it brings me more peace, like not posting all the time, then I'm going to do that. 
Um, and the same with like, I unfollowed, like at the start of the year, I unfollowed a bunch of different accounts Mm -hmm. and people just because I was like, are they adding to this new phase and era that I am in life? And Mm -hmm. like, are they going to add to my happiness or add to my peace? And then it's like, if not, then why? And there was a lot of accounts that like sometimes, cause I would follow meme accounts and then they would post things like some majority of the time it would be funny, but then sometimes they would post something that it would make me just like, it would fill me with just like a feeling of like uncomfortable or like yeah. it would mm-hmm. like be very triggering or it would just like spark something in me that I was like, what? I didn't need to see that. Like, why am I following this account? And if it would happen at least once, sometimes I'd be like, oh, maybe not unfollow them. But I was like, no, I don't want to like possibly have this feeling again so protecting my peace I would just like unfollow these accounts yeah um and the same with just like a big thing that I told myself this year I was like I am not googling anything and I haven't so far all well it's only been like two months but all these two months I have not googled a single thing and I know that especially like as a new mom like everybody's like oh how how much have you been googling yes lately and I'm like I haven't because I know that like last year and like years past, like I used to Google so many different things. And then obviously Google tells you you're dying or like the worst case scenario. And I feel like if I would be Googling things, um, then it would just add to my stress. And again, like I feel like I forgot who I told this too recently but I'm like I am fine with bringing back the like 90s version of life or like the before cell phones that it's like you would write letters to your friends and you would like you weren't so dependent on like the internet or like your phone or like stuff like that like the only thing I really use my phone for nowadays is like obviously take a million pictures and videos of (laughs) this growing baby but it's like but aside from that I try and not, um, I don't know, like be dependent on the internet as much or like the news just because I'm like, if it's going to be scaring me or if it's going to be like alert, like alarming me in certain ways, I'm like, uh, because recently I forgot what it was, but like one of my family members was telling me like this horrific news in Argentina and I was like, I didn't need to know this like why did you tell me this and then my aunt she was like why did you tell her like she's a new mom she doesn't need to be hearing this because it was like this awful story of like these mothers and this baby and whatnot but I was just like yeah I this is why I don't watch the news I was like and I know a lot of people might be like you don't watch the news no I don't come at me because I that's me protecting my peace yeah, I'm with you. I removed, like, the news apps from my phone a while ago. Yeah. I, I didn't find that I was, like, like when I call my grandma, she's, like, definitely, like, a person, like, did you see? Did you see the news and what happened in there? So, if, like, I need a news update, normally, if I call my grandma, I'm going to get one. Oh, yeah. Visited. I love her to death. But, like, <laughs> I'm with you on that. And I, I guess it's, like, And again, and I know what you mean. Like, some people will be like, you don't watch it. Like, you don't keep up to date. Like, you're illiterate in that sense of, like, what's going on in the world. But is it protecting me? Is it helping me? Is it – am I going to be able to whip a wand and fix the situation no matter how much I would like to? I just feel like, you know, 
I'm going to hear about it one way, shape, or form, whether I choose to or not. I just don't choose to either because I think that it's really important in these like moments of, you know, when you're setting these boundaries and protecting your peace, you've also opened yourself up to the opportunity of you understand what triggers you. You understand what you need in this moment. And I feel like, you know, knowing that, I knew that it doesn't matter. Like, unless it's a cute puppy story, like, <laughs> the, it's not going yeah. to like, it's like happy like, memes or something. It's not making my day any better. If I open up the thing, I know that I'm too much of an anxious person that, like, I will fixate on that type of stuff. Like, that stuff will create, like, it creates chaos, creates chaos and like little fires inside of my head. And to be honest, I will not show up in a way that's going to be helpful or beneficial for literally anybody. And I don't want to do that. I don't want to be able to like, if I can't show up for myself in a great way, and then I can't show up for my animals in a great way. I can't show up for my spouse in a great way. I can't show up for like, if you reach out and you're just like, Hey, I just need an ear. I just need someone to sit with me. If I'm in this weird headspace because of this, how helpful am I going to be with you? I'm not going to be present. I'm going to be sitting there, but my mind's going to be elsewhere. And I'm not actually giving you that love and attention, that compassion that you deserve in that moment. So it's like, I look at all of those layers now that I, that I do and, and, you know, just kind of like twiggling back to like that relationship wise. I feel like that's been like the biggest thing is like setting up the boundaries for the relationships that I want to have, just beginning with myself. And uh, I think that that's been like the hardest thing because as a people pleaser, you don't, the one thing that you don't normally do is prioritize yourself, try prioritize everybody else. And then you're like, okay, let's see how much time. Okay. looks like we have five seconds for me time before bedtime. Okay. Yeah. What do we want to do? Let's say, I hope that we can give ourselves more time tomorrow. Okay, it's time for bed. <laughs> you're like, that was the me time. And you're like, and I'm sure like even more so you can relate to that as being a mom and like how much more oh, yeah. sex up. But like, I guess like that's the biggest thing. And, and it's like, I really want to, I want to protect my peace in all sense, you know? And I think that you said such a great thing of like looking at, social media and sadly digital is like the way that the world has been going and that's really hard and it was so funny as I was having a conversation with my friend Deandrea which I'm really thankful for because I too like wasn't really finding a lot of people to relate to as an adult I have a few like my old roommates G and Justin and and then Deandrea I met through work, but it's been nice to kind of like have that and like kind of make the scariness of making a friend as an adult less scary. Um, but we were we were talking about how kids these days aren't really kids. Like when I look at ourselves from when I was little and like playing outside in the forts and the mud pies and the using your imagination I was like I want to get more into that though like, yeah like you kind of get excited when you're like and now we're all sitting behind this phone and it's telling us where to go it's giving us the directions it's telling us who's emailing us who's messaging us who's calling us um what storm is where the snowstorm is approaching um what's happening in Europe like it's feeding us so much information 
on a regular basis that you're just like, okay, can you, can we just, can I have a please break? And I'm like, I don't want that. Like, I think that that's like the biggest thing is like, when you come to that and you're like, I want to be able to do more things. I want to like, I want to do more of this and I want to do more of this and I want to get outside and I want to play and run around in the yard with my dog, mm-hmm. you know, with no judgment. And I want to get roller skates and learn how to like skate at the skating rink on quads. Like I want to do these things, these activities that like, I look at these kids these days and I'm just like, they're just paralyzed behind this phone. And you're like, what do you do to use your imagination? What is that? Mm-hmm. What is imagination? Exactly. <laughs> so yeah. it's, uh, yeah, it's just like, it's, it's been something that I'm, I'm trying to, um, I'm trying to like really be more mindful of how I want to show up. And I think that that's just like, it's the hardest thing and most eye-opening thing at the same time. Yeah. At this age. Yeah. And I feel like it's, it's the hardest and most eye-opening just because like in the past we didn't really set those boundaries and say no that much. And I feel like the not saying no, especially, I feel like that always hits home for me just because I feel like I could have avoided so many different situations or like so many just like, I don't know, like so many situations and so many unwanted memories by just simply being like, no, or no, thank you. (laughs) It's like, yeah. And, but I feel like that's why it's so important that we teach that next generation and even teach ourselves now Mm -hmm. in our 30s how to say no and how to say, no to something like if you know that like and don't feel bad about it like if you know something's not going to bring you joy and it's not hurting anyone and you're just like you know what it's like I I don't want to do that so no like not Mm -hmm. feeling bad of saying no but if it's like obviously (laughs) like if your dogs need to go out you can't just like no. <laughs> yeah, because you like find knowing. like your people pleasing part when you say no. Yeah. Like even though you're building these boundaries, do you find that that people pleaser part kind of like creeps up? Like you should get at, at an excuse. Oh yeah. Tell oh, tell them why no. Like no, mm-mm, too dry. Add some fluff. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Anytime that I still say no to this day, like whether it's let's say canceling a dinner plan or like someone's asking for a dinner plan and you're just like actually it wouldn't be a good week um and then you're still like fluffing it up like but let's plan for a different time and this is not and I would still love to and it's like and you still feel like you have to add like all of that in it as opposed to being like uh no thanks it's not a good week it's like but and you're waiting for the other person to be like but why so it's like yeah yeah, but um definitely getting getting good with that he agrees yeah Everett agrees he's like (laughs) all right um but yeah I feel like that's the era that we're in and I feel like that's the healthiest era to be in is protecting your peace and like wanting to um 
to do all the things that like we maybe didn't or couldn't do when we were younger um yeah especially like growing up in families that it's like no you have to do this it's like oh okay (laughs) like you have no say in a lot of things (laughs) yeah I totally agree I think that the I think that the number one thing about this for anyone who's listening to this and you're like oh my gosh you guys have you have hit so many great points I think that like just as us, it's, I, I, we do not have it all together. I don't have it all together. Every single day, I'm almost making a mental note of something that I'm like, I want to break this pattern. Like, I want to, like, reevaluate this. This is stressing me out too much. Like, what can I do differently? What boundary can I put? Like, what could make this situation better? I think that the biggest thing that I could say is like, look at your life, look at every aspect of your life, your relationships, your personal life, your career, and look at how it is now and look at like the elements that you're like, do all of these elements bring you joy? It doesn't mean that like all every single day in our life is like (laughs) rainbows and unicorns, like we're going to Disneyland. But I think that the biggest piece is like, the biggest piece and takeaway is like you can choose to show up beautifully however you feel today and you do not need to please society you know you do not need to like (laughs) squeeze inside of their tiny little box um for you to be accepted like and I think that the moment that you can understand that and that love for yourself everything else will kind of fall into place you look at things just like so differently and I know that that's it's been a journey for me I am really struggling, but I'm trying my best. And I know that Nikki can contest to it, like trying to mm-hmm. name it when I don't feel a certain way, but also feel like I don't need to like have to add on so much explanation. Like there ha- there's not one particular reason I have to say why I don't feel great today. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, look at all those elements and write out like, what are the things that bring your heart joy? What are your things that bring your heart joy in your current relationships? What are the things that don't bring your heart joy in your current relationships? How are you showing up today? And does that bring you joy? Do you feel like you're showing up even on days, your dark days? Are you showing up in a way that brings yourself joy? Like you're good with not showing up in the best way today but you love it and it's bringing you joy because you're not hiding it anymore. And you're just like owning it. Like I feel raw and gross and not great today. And I've just cried for five hours, but that's okay. <laughs> I am bringing myself joy because I'm no longer suppressing that. And I think that it's going to look differently for everyone. And I think that this is the <sighs> big thing I'm learning it every day. And I know that you probably are, but if I had to give you a little token of something I hope you take away, that would be the element. That would be the element. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I couldn't have said it better myself. Um, and yeah, I completely agree with all of that. And yeah, just feeling like the biggest thing I could say is just feeling like you don't owe anyone an explanation. Like if you feel like, even recently, I was wrapping up leaving um, a trip from visiting my family for the first time in a while and they met Everett and on the very last day I was feeling so incredibly anxious and just overwhelmed with like sadness and I remember my husband was asking like well why do you feel like that and I was like I don't know 
I, I just, I don't know. I just feel this way. And now like looking back, it was because I was just going to miss my family and like a bunch of different emotions. But in the moment, it was okay for me to be like, I don't know. Like it's a bunch of things, but just saying, I don't know. And being able to have someone that like accepted that as opposed to like pushing and needing an answer. Mm -hmm. So even that too, like evaluate the people in your life and like, if you say to someone like, I don't know, like, you know what, I'm feeling a little down. I don't know why I'm feeling down, mm-hmm. but I am. Like, if you have the mean reds, if you have the mean blues, if you are just like, I just feel eh. And if you have someone in your life that's like, well, why? Well, why? And if they're just pushy, maybe reevaluate that relationship too. Like, mm-hmm. you don't need to have an answer for everything. Like, if you just feel off, And you just feel that like imbalance and you don't really know why. Or even if you do know why and you don't want to share, you don't have to share it. Like protecting your peace is also just like being able to be like, hey, I'm not feeling like myself today. I can't really show up. And that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I, man, words to live by, words (laughs) to live by. And of course, like always, you guys know that we're going to have lots of posts for this, right? And please, please interact with them. Yeah, interact with them, interact with us. Like, we're here, we're human. We want to hear you. We want to hear, like, what are you, you know, what are ways that you're protecting your peace? What are ways that you're setting boundaries? Like, yeah. You know, these types of things, not only is like, it looks differently, but you could come up with something that someone's like, oh my gosh, I should start doing that. Like that would be, yeah. that would be so great for me to adopt. So yeah, I, we want to hear it. Like you, we wouldn't have this podcast of ours if it wasn't for you all. So please continue to support us and spread the word and share us and follow us and comment and interact with us because this is the way that we can continue to do what we love doing and Mm -hmm. keep this baby of ours alive and just make sure that we're bringing like you know fun even in the content days that it's really serious topic and it's not maybe always so like super super cheerful but I think that it's like it's real content that's really important to us and we hope that it's just equally important to you yes I fully agree and just interact with us because you have a voice so use that voice and we want to hear that voice and we're very excited to keep bringing some lovely episodes to you all so remember to keep up with us on social for more info on when the next one's coming out so mark your calendars and pick out your favorite onesies because it's going to be a night to remember <laughs>